0: This weekend at the box office, it was the story of comedy and tragedy. Sock and Buskin. <laughs> Sorry, I had a bubble in my throat. <laughs> uh, Talia and Mel Pomin as horror enthusiasts had something to smile about, while the wonderful new comedy Bros conjured a frown. Plus, it's spooky season, so Flicker Treat returns. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this, the 212 episode of. What's in the box office? Hello everyone and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Where each week, we sit down and pore over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm
1: your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. And I'm not afraid to admit, I have very little idea what you were talking about in that intro.
0: Sock and buskin.
1: Yeah, those are words. What were the other two?
0: Uh, Talia? Talia and Mel Pomene. It's the uh, yeah, It's the it's the 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 tragedy and comedy Greek masks. That's what
1: they're called. They it's, have names. They have two
0: different yeah. They have
1: two different names. All right. And what are sock and buskin? Also names for them. Oh, I see. So they have two different combinations yeah. of names. Yeah. For those masks. Yeah. All right. Plus comedy and tragedy, and I which we th- came up with. Right. And I also think it's not amazing. like you and I, but
0: and I also think it's amusing that the horror film is what we're smiling about because it's called smile, and the comedy film is what we're frowning about.
1: It's a little twist, isn't it? Yeah isn't it just a twist it is i uh shall we get into our top five that's my top what that five uh,
0: that guy who uh really hates the Oliver's family keeps saying uh, yeah just a it's a little twist isn't it isn't that just a little twist
1: <laughs> why won't he die <laughs> i so in honor of the opening of sad bros i I have ranked my top five. "Quote unquote family movies," I. Uh, because yeah. see blues w- is like brothers. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you picked up on it right away. Yeah. I. Uh, number five, the Blues Brothers. I see. I uh, covers the uh, covers the brothers uh, the brothers category. They're all different ones, which I didn't do on purpose. Interesting, but uh, worked out. I. Uh, yeah, Blues Brothers, classic comedy. Okay. Well, I know what number one is, but I'm trying to figure out. Or you have dad in here or father. Uh, some great lines. It turns out perhaps father did not make it. Uh, okay. So I could not come yeah, up with the one. war with grandpa. Dirty s- grandpa. Stepbrothers. Bad grandpa. <laughs> Daddy day camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those all could have made it. Daddy daycare. care. Uh, yeah. Number four, not quite uh dirty grandpa, but just plain grandma. Remember Grandma? Yeah, I love grandma. Yeah. Paul Whites. Just a Lily Tomlin. Just a great uh, very young what's her name. What is her name though? Julia Garner. Yeah, well done. Uh did Sam you know Elliot Elliott should have gotten nominated for that. Oh yeah, man. Uh just a uh, just a great little under the radar movie. Uh no one talks I haven't heard anyone talk about grandma since no, it just came me. <laughs> out. Uh and even when it came out it wasn't like a wasn't a big deal at the time. No. Really good movie. Yeah, uh timely. Good. Uh, still very timely
0: yeah But a, a, a young woman who's Pregnant who uh, his grandma Decides to help her uh, travel And pay for an abortion yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. good
1: Good stuff number three A movie that really coasted on its reputation Because I I could not tell you what it's about mm. But I could tell you that I Remember watching it and Really enjoying it uh, It's gonna be your sister's sister
0: Oh yeah uh, To Lynn Sheldon
1: yeah yeah, no, no idea what's going on in this Rosemary movie. DeWitt. Mark Duplass is in it, part. along with Rosemary DeWitt. Yeah, uh, but I, just, I loved it. I agree. When we when we watched it, you brought this to my attention. I uh, just a uh, just a great movie. Yeah, really enjoyed. Uh, number two, I uh, got knocked down to number two because of its sort of uh, the current complications. I hope number one is just ma. Well, you know, maybe it should have been. Uh, <laughs> but no, r- number two is Rosemary's baby. Ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> baby, yeah. not really. A no, I, I, I think it's because a when
0: familial uh, uh, relation <laughs> to anybody, just baby.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. But when you specify, <laughs> how is uh, how is Dennis related to you? Oh, that's baby. <laughs> when you specify that it's Rosemary's baby, that is inherently a that's, familial um, relation.
0: Oh, he's he's my baby once removed. <laughs>
1: It's my step-baby. My baby-in-law. <laughs> That's a good one. I like baby-in-law quite honestly, a bit. Honestly? <laughs> honestly,
0: Animated show for Netflix? Yeah,
1: baby-in-law? We could revive the uh, the Look Who's Talking franchise. Ooh, could we? <laughs> Ooh, baby-in-law. Baby-in-law. That could be the catchphrase. So,
0: well, here's the plot of Baby-in-law. It's a meet-the-parents <laughs> scenario, right? Yeah. But when they show up to the house... um, or it's like the, the in-laws. Meet the Fockers. The in-laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And when they show up to the house, Dustin Hoffman's character from Meet the Fockers is just a baby. And there's no, like, what happened? They just go, oh, this is my husband, a baby. <laughs>
1: who talks so, like a man. Okay, it's a talking baby. Yeah, but so they never like, say, like, like, so, like a so boss baby kind he of baby? was your
0: husband who, you know, kissed an old man and now became a baby. Like, you know, whatever the right. curse is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's never explained. It's just, this is my baby. Okay and that's
1: my husband yeah i'm into it but you've heard of baby driver baby husband (laughs) that that movie see baby driver would not have worked for this list because it is not not. specified whose baby and also baby is a man
0: (laughs) he's everyone's baby that's (laughs) just his name (laughs) (laughs) that
1: baby is a man (laughs) it's a man man I'm sorry, Why but won't this baby wig come off. <laughs> it looks like your baby was beaten with an ugly stick. <laughs> uh number 1 is Mother. Yeah, of a film that is. we uh we spoke of recently off mic. Uh wild shit going on in Mother. Yeah. Uh from speaking, Darren Aronofsky, of, one of speaking the Speaking of baby. One of the eighth kings of wild shit. <laughs> Uh yes, of the, speaking of baby, yeah. indeed, yeah, because the baby, it's a it's a family film. There's a baby in it. Uh, it's not Rosemary's. It's someone's. No. Uh, loved mother. Uh, off the top of your head, we just when I when you when you realized the uh, the conceit of this list, was there any that you're like, oh, it's got to be, uh, Bride of Chucky or whatever. Off the top of, <laughs> off the top of my head,
0: I don't want you to ever call. Your fiance, your bride. <laughs> and you've one day you can do that. Okay, but I don't want like don't two know, years, two years from now to go. Uh, oh, and may I introduce my bride? Um,
1: For perhaps in some sort of like heavily ironic. What situation. about uh,
0: the father,
1: Anthony Hopkins? Oh, the father! Yeah, Oscar-winning. film. Yeah, that could have been good. What about the wife? <laughs> the, the son. The son
0: coming mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Daughter, daughters of darkness, is that uh, uh, Italian horror movie? Yeah, I'm forgetting yeah. that we watched. Um, daughter, daughter, daughter. First Don't daughter. call, first daughter me with daughter. Katie Holmes, Which played the daughter of the president. My date with the president's daughter. The president's, daughter. My, the president's <laughs> daughter. my date with the president's daughter. My date with the president's daughter. Oh yeah, my date with her. So good. <laughs> Thought you were done after her. Uh, bro- going, Undercover though. brother, um, brother, seed of Chucky, brother bear, <laughs> brother, brother, cousin. No, there's no cousin. Aunt, auntie. Mm. Well, I don't think it's an auntie one. Yeah. Stop or my mom
1: will shoot. Yeah. Throw mama from the train. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Monster in law. <laughs> <laughs> the family stone. Uh, no, really.
0: I guess, family's also not a relation.
1: It's kind. Ca- it's kind uh, of the, the category.
0: D- um, uh, m- there must be other in-law one. The in-laws. Hey, there you go. Meet the f- meet the
1: in-laws. <laughs> meet the parents.
0: Yeah, yeah, parents. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah. parents.
1: Children, children of the corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd thought of that. Haven't uh, seen children of the corn.
0: Children of men.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> we found one that's disappointing. All right. We can Children of Men is worse than the Blues Brothers, according to me. <laughs> what are you going to do? Let's see if there's any in our top five, shall we? Monday. Uh, number one. So good. <laughs> it was so good. Smile came out this weekend, made $22.6 million in its opener. Number two, Don't Worry Darling. Made six point eight million, drop of sixty four point six percent. That's up to thirty two point three altogether. The Woman King came in at number three, with six point eight as well. That dropped thirty eight percent. That's up to forty six point five. Avatar, the twenty twenty two re release, made five million dollars. That was a fifty two point four percent drop. That's up to eighteen point nine. And Bros opened Avatar's at number five. Avatar's a bomb. It is. Well, it did better than Bros, which opened with four point eight million dollars. Avatar
0: costs so much money and only made 18. I know. And yet they're still making seven sequels. Our feature presentation is bros. Okay, so what happened here? Lack of Marquee Stars, a marketing campaign that sold the film as if you don't see this, you're homophobic, as opposed to here's the funniest comedy we've had on screen in years. A homophobic America, a streaming environment that has conditioned audiences to wait for smaller films, slash, expect comedies to premiere exclusively on streaming, especially romantic comedies where Netflix has kind of dominated. That this film has pedigree behind it, a new twist on a, genre, a favorite genre, and rave rave reviews. So, what was it? No, Billy Acker thinks it's straight people's fault, which okay. I think is a which I think. I mean, I read those mm-hmm. tweets and like he did say that, but he also said straight people in certain parts of the country. Uh-huh. But if your movie makes this much money, it, it it's not because straight people in the lower 48 decided not to go. It's really is due to a lack of interest. So what what do you think is the key? What went wrong here?
1: I I mean, I think I think it really is a combination of everything. I If I if I had to pick one one, I guess I would pick two things as kind of the two driving factors of this movie not making money. Mm-hmm. It would be uh, the lack of any kind of star power in it, yeah. and I think uh, I think the the marketing campaign of it did not do it favors. Yeah. Uh, you didn't think it looked all that funny from the trailers when the trailers were coming out. No, I didn't, uh, and I think that's a failing of a of a comedy movie. Uh, I think it's it's tough when you got uh, you've got the the people involved with uh you know, they're not, not movie stars, but you've got your uh, your Nicholas Stollers, uh you're produced by Judd Apatow of the world. At- uh and there's nothing nothing in the marketing of this movie is being like, You like forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? Remember the big sick? We liked the big sick. Well, forgetting Sarah Marshall came out. Sixteen years ago, yeah, sure. I mean, but a movie that people liked that came out sixteen years ago is better. Ago, is better than no reference point at all. Sure. I. Yeah, it. It. I think it leaned too much on the movie being, like, important, and not enough on it being funny and good. I agree. I also think that a lot. You know, we talking about. Well,
0: Judd has, does these kind of all-star comedies, but, you know, his last film that was released in theaters was Trainwreck, which was in 2015. Yeah. That's seven years ago. Since then, he had a movie that would have been released in theaters and may have done well, which was The King of Staten Island, which was during the pandemic, Universal decided to do a pay-for-play uh, on, on, uh, on, on demand in June of 2020. And then he did The Bubble for Netflix, and... Um, a lot of what he kind of figured out early on was you populate your film with stars. He 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 made, you know, Steve Carell and Seth... He didn't make them, but he really launched their career. Steve Carell, Seth Rogen, these kind of people. Yeah. But then once they were stars, he kept using them. And I, I really applaud what Billy Eichner did, which was, you know, even in non-queer um, roles to cast queer actors... There's a ton of very popular queer actors, so I think this if, if you're gonna do that, this really needed to be like a beacon of like, we're only casting these people. So I need, you know, the NPHs and the Zachary Quintos and and the whoever it is. You need to get, if maybe not Ellen, but an Ellen. T- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need to fill it with. You can still have that inclusion. But you need that star power, and then it feels like an event, in and of itself. Is that like not only is it you know the first mainstream romantic comedy star gay people, but look at the cast they got for it. Yeah, you know it's the who's who of the gay of the queer community in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, it's tough when the most famous person in your movie might be Jim Rash. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I mean I don't think that's. True. I, don't know, I, I think, think it's it's, it's, pr-
0: it's probably Billy, but it's yeah not that far behind. Yeah, yeah. Jim Rash. Jim, Jim Rash is. Definitely top three. Well, he's an Oscar winner. I know. Um, and so I just think that that is a big problem. And I mean, I also will consistently blame streaming. I do think that audiences are conditioned to things and things become a pattern and established trends. Yeah. And when Netflix has 15 romantic comedies a year, like, you know... Um, always be my maybe or whatever the hell that was called. And you know, all those of the kissing booth and these movies that do really well. These romantic comedies that that's when people think they're going to get their that genre. And why would I go to a theater then? I thought it was going to be on streaming. Why isn't it on streaming? Everything else is. Um, and there's just, yeah, I think that the idea that just you have to see this movie is better than is worse than, You want to see this movie, which I think is what the marketing campaign should have been.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's true. And even like I, the streaming thing is definitely right, but I think it does kind of, it kind of lets the studios off the hook for just not doing it. Like, you know, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Smile in a minute. Right. But like horror movies come out on streaming too. There's a whole horror streaming service. It's not one of like the main ones. But there's still enough horror movies coming out in theaters that right. like you can they can fail occasionally. Horror and has it, it's always... Not, yeah. It's Hor- not an indictment of the genre so much as it's just like a movie failed. Well, It'd be fine that bros failed if there were other comedies. I do think that horror is horror has always been
0: very bulletproof but I also think it's different because they have a very distinct hook every time. hmm You know, where like barbarian is um, you won't believe what's under the stairs and smile is why are people smiling and killing people and, sure, uh, you know, whatever the it is a big clown and the conjuring is per- blockbuster parental investigators. There's, there's always a very central hook whereas comedies can't have that hook they're just like what if this crazy thing happened like i think knocked up is a great example of one that does yeah the poster was literally seth rogan's disgusting face and it said what if this guy got you pregnant like already you're laughing because he's so disgusting he's pretty weird his hair was big and he had like a duffel chin <laughs> it was so gross um and you know Rogan's good at that in general. Like, Neighbors is what if a frat moved next door? And yeah. Sausage Party is what if Pixar was horny? And it's it's all these, this is the end, is celebrities of the apocalypse. Rogan's good at being like comedy works very hook. Romantic comedies are different because there can only be so much you can twist about it yeah. and make it a romantic comedy. So I think that that's also the, the case where, like, you know, you can have all these different horror movies come out. And do reasonably well for their budgets, and people don't feel burned out by horror movies because they just feel different from each other. Um, you know, Bros is going to really help Peacock's stock as far as whether people want to get it. Yeah, because which is just another benefit, which I'll talk about later. Of um, I think I'll talk about it later. Of uh, why studios are kind of getting that shit together, being like, "Let's do the theater thing." It it really helps awareness, and it'll find an audience at some point when people aren't so afraid to go to a theater to see it. But it really is a shame because it's a very very funny movie and very well done. So,
1: yeah, you should check it out in the next couple of weeks.
0: Also opening this weekend, Smile, which grows twenty two million dollars. Now, before the weekend, the studio was expecting fifteen to seventeen. After the Thursday numbers, the trades had the opening at 19. By Friday, it was 20, and by Saturday, it was
1: 21. It turned out to be 22. So everyone was wrong about this movie like eight times. This is the
0: biggest opening weekend since Bullet Train two months ago. It had great trailers, an effective and creative marketing campaign. I showed you that thing at baseball games, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, and good reviews. Smile could sail through the month, even with Halloween ends in two weeks. The film was budgeted at $17 million. And it was originally developed to go straight to Paramount+. Plus. See? But as more studios seem to be learning, pay attention. Disney Hocus Pocus 2 could have done very well in theaters this month. You can release as many movies as you want straight to your site. But if you put them in theaters first, they're that much more valuable later. The awareness is so much bigger. Well, That's why we're talking about The Woman King four weeks after it came out. As opposed to Blonde, which everyone's already stopped talking about. But Smile uh, is a $17 million flick that
1: already has $36 million worldwide and could really stick around. So be interesting
0: yeah. next weekend to
1: see what happens. Bullet Train, you mentioned. Uh, that made $100 million so That's far. That's in my spotlights. I'm yes, sure. that just crossed it. Yes. Um,
0: Panel Yin Selvan 1. I think I said that right. As far as I know. <laughs> Ponyin? How would you say that? Uh, Ponyin. Ponyin. Ponyin Selvin. I'd probably go with Ponyin. Ponyin Selvin? Yeah. One, it's an Indian epic film, the first of a two-part story adapting a novel from 1955. This did very well, having the highest
1: per theater average on the chart.
0: What did it uh, do in how many theaters? What was the average?
1: I averaged <laughs> $8,000. It made $4 million in 500 theaters. Yeah. In its second weekend don't worry darling as you mentioned would that drop 63 64
0: yeah it's a harsh fall as expected the film's gonna get past 40 and probably around 70 worldwide which is it a disaster considering a 25 million dollar budget plus an original adult thriller making 40 plus million in today's marketplace is pretty cool. could have done worse that is not guaranteed that's right Avatar in its second weekend uh, did some stuff you said it earlier I don't know five the million in front dollars
1: of me. dropped 50 percent.
0: It's beginning week. It's beginning week two of two with a mediocre hold, but considering it overperformed last week and will still most likely end with over twenty million during this Wii release, or more than Moonfall grossed, it'll get the film past seven hundred eighty million domestic, and it's a big win. Did <coughs> Moonfall not make twenty million dollars?
1: Nope. Good Christ.
0: In our spotlights, Everything Everywhere All at Once finally crossed $70 million at the domestic box office, Bullet Train crossed a hundred, and Ticket to Paradise already has $45 million overseas, which may bode well wow. for its domestic release in a few weeks. It's been open Good. for a few weeks uh, overseas. Still, that seems like a lot. Yep. And them. it's got a high 60s on Rotten Tomatoes, so
1: okay. that's all I really need. That's all I have. All right. Well, then it's time to play everybody's favorite game. I've already forgotten. Did it, it make more, more or less, less than, than Little Women? Little Women, right. We all know how to play. I name a movie. You tell me whether it made more or less than Little Women at the box office. For a bonus point, you can tell me what year the movie came out. Are you ready to play? Uh-huh. Your first film is Ocean's 13. The 13th film in the Ocean's franchise. I can picture what that made in my head, too. That's good. Less. You didn't picture it well enough. It made more. Okay. It made all right. more. All right. Well now women. I
0: got a better picture of what little women made. All right. All right. Pretty sure Ocean Thirteen made about a hundred and thirteen million dollars or so. Hundred and twenty something maybe. But when did it do that? Two thousand seven, of course. That's correct. Yes, that is indeed correct. A month after the big three. What were the big three in May two thousand seven? I, uh, in the span of three weeks we had four weeks. I mean, we had the big three come out.
1: I one of the most monumental months in box office history. I know, but I in 2007, all I can think of was the big three of uh, great movies that I love. They're not the box office ones.
0: Okay. The, the, the big
1: the big three of 2007, which is actually a big four, is No Country and There Will Be Blood and Zodiac and Michael Clayton.
0: Right. Not ju- not Jesse James.
1: I don't think i gotta I gotta rewatch that one it might be a big five I just I haven't seen it in many many years it'll be a big five for you uh the summer movie
0: season kicked off of course with spider man three followed two weeks later by spider man four Shrek three followed a week later by Pirates of the Caribbean three at world's end yeah All within four weeks of each other.
1: You know what's insane? And then the third Oceans movie came out a month later. All of those movies came out a year before Iron Man? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There's like five years between Iron Man and Spider-Man 3. What about the Simpsons movie? Uh, What about the Bourne Ultimatum? Well, that's another three. All came out a year before Iron Man. Yeah, it's, it's really just the Spider-Man thing. Really? Seems I thought like. the
0: Bourne movie is weird for me.
1: They're, I mean, they're all kind of weird, but it's because there's just like no gap between the Raimi movies and the start of the MCU. What about the
0: Golden Compass?
1: No, that doesn't count. What about... Okay, What What's about like... Nomeo and Juliet? Less. Started a franchise, though. Less. Sherlock Gnomes, you see. Less. Yes, it's less. I don't know when that, 2010? Close, 11. Yeah, I don't know when that came out. You kind of knew. Yeah. didn't quite know. Uh, so then you got to round it out with our final film, Sully. Don't sully your win streak. Who would say less on Sully? By not getting this correct. Sully made more. Oh, boy. Didn't Little Women a a
0: barely made over 100 then. Um, so, Sully was 2000 and... You're looking it up on your watch, aren't you?
1: Sixteen. F- That's correct. Oh, You've eked out the win. I thought maybe it was fifteen. Congratulations to you. Now that would Thank have been you. weird. Uh, yeah, three points. Uh, three points is a win. A win is a win is a win. Uh, come and gone from a theater near you. Are you ready to go That's back what in Lin time? Lin Manuel Miranda said after he won the other Tony. He
0: won the Tony. came up and he said, "Love is love is love." And then he won a Tony later that night. He yeah. went up and said, "A win is a win is a win is a win." <laughs> it's great when people keep on his winning dick awards, and slapped it around, and then walked off stage. <laughs>
1: and that's why we haven't seen him. Nobody sign.
0: talks about. It. Nobody watches the Tonys. That's, that's true. The, problem.
1: the people that do are like, ah, that's that's charming.
0: With his dick, he
1: he smacked
0: it around to the the melody of Shim Shimini. Nice Chim Chimney. <laughs> yeah. Chim Chimney.
1: Triple little light, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I Boy, did he.
0: I ride a bicycle, I do. <laughs> oh, I'm British.
1: <laughs> guy's got a British accent like I do. I The year is 2014. Yeah. It is September 26. This is week 39. Okay. Two films are released. Yeah. At number one and number three. Sounds good. I'd like you to name those films and tell me, if you would, Captain Phillips, what they made. That is not correct. Uh, Give me a clue. All right. Uh, Hotel Transylvania 2. No. The first film launched uh, what might be called an unlikely franchise. Clyde of the Chance of Meatballs. No. 2. More of an adult fare. Adult.
0: Is the franchise still going on now?
1: I, John Wick. It is still going on now, but not in the way that you might expect. John Wick One. No. Okay. Uh, this is a uh, a medium crossing franchise. It has expanded beyond just film. Did we see this? Well, there in have been a number of films. Do we see this in theaters? I think so. Yeah. A
0: number of films. Have we kept up with the franchise?
1: We've seen both films.
0: Just two films. The number is two, and then we go otherwise to other forms of entertainment. Indeed. Why did? Why are we watching the TV show? Why would we? We didn't like the movies very much.
1: No, it's not a. It's not a. It's not the kind of TV show that we'd watch. Keep going. It's a procedural kind of show, I'd think. Oh no! Keep going. Uh. All right. Uh, I was kind of surprising this movie got a sequel at all. The star is not one for sequels. He is a star, though. The Equalizer. Yeah, that's it.
0: Um, I don't know if the show's related at all to the movies.
1: So it must be related in the sense th- it's yeah. just the same word.
0: No, I mean it's I, I I I mean I don't think the con,
1: I don't think it takes place in the same universe. As that oh, no, I don't think so, but I think it still counts um, as like a, I think it still counts as part yeah, of the Yeah, but thing, that's what but I was picturing was like
0: okay. Oh, that's now a show telling the same story.
1: Okay.
0: Um Equalizer did well. I'll say a
1: th- uh, big ol 30, 34 in fact. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. Quite well for the Equalizer. Equalizer 3 Denzel coming Captain soon. 20 million dollars got 34. Making it now. Uh yeah. Denzel in that, too? Yeah. yeah. Denzel and another person. I'll look it up. All right. While you're looking it up, uh, we're going to move on to our third oh, film. Oh, I remember. Which it's Dakota,
0: D- Dakota Fanning.
1: <gasps> the Man on Fire Reunion. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, your third film is more of a uh, more of family fair. Uh, and by what I say more, it is exclusively family fair. Book of Life. Uh, no, but... Good guess, I think. Okay. I'm going to try to see if there's a. Coraline. Uh, no, it's not Coraline. Frankenweenie. No. Dang. But again, all uh, all in good. Uh, Box Trolls. Yeah, there it is.
0: Woo! <laughs> you were trying to see if it was Arden, or not Arden, Leica?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was just checking to see if there was a, uh, a studio behind that that I recognized, and it is Leica. Fourteen. The box trolls opened to seventeen. Ooh, good for you guys. Yeah, should have made box trolls too. Maybe they did. I don't know. They didn't. Ooh. Ooh. Rattle, 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 rattle. Chain. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Crunch leaves. <laughs> Crunch leaves, ding dong, children laughing, blood curling scream. This has gone on long enough, perhaps. Uh, this is exciting. We are it's spooky season, it's probably my favorite movie going movie month. Yeah, I love horror movies now. I didn't when I was a kid, I love them now. And it's always the weather's cool outside and the leaves are falling. It's always nice to watch. Uh, horror movies. I just, I love October for that. Especially who doesn't like Halloween season.
1: I completely agree with every aspect. I hated the scary movies when I was younger. I, I didn't hate the scary movies cause I didn't watch them. I hated their trailers. Yes. they couldn't let me sleep when I, I, well, I, I would put, put on Disney channel when I was about to fall asleep.
0: Like I can't, I can't leave. Comedy Central on or whatever. Yeah. Because they may, I may make up to a Saw TV spot.
1: Yeah, and then I'll get Jigsawed. Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't need that. No, thank you. Uh, but yeah, they're real. They're very cool. They're so, gross and they're creepy.
0: That's right. So throughout the year, we have these series uh, that we do. And last year, we started Flick or Treat, which last year we watched... We brought in a guest and watched a movie of their choosing and then a few weeks later they would come back and we would pick a movie to compliment their film. Uh, for instance, we did um, Audition and then Misery. That was or a good one. we did The Strangers and Funny Games.
1: Also good. Good movies last year. So
0: this year we're switching it up. We have decided to pick one horror franchise, watch them, recap them, see how they evolve in their own history, in their own mythology, and see how they evolve or adapt or change according to the state of horror at the time. You know, most of these franchises have gone on forever and gotten reboots, so they've really seen so many iterations of horror, from the slasher movies of the 80s to the self-aware 90s to the uh, gross 2000s to the supernatural 2010s. Right? There are franchises that have spawned all of these decades, and so we thought it'd be fun to see how one particular franchise has changed and come a long way from its humble beginnings. And this year, because of the upcoming release, Halloween ends, we went to the slasher that started it all, and we are watching through the Halloween series. Uh Each week we'll watch a couple of these We'll have some guests along the way But this first one is just you and me We begin with the three First films of the franchise Halloween Halloween 2 And Halloween 3 Season of the Witch No, what are your overall impressions
1: Of the Halloween films Before we started doing this Before we started doing this I was a little apprehensive I... The first Halloween movie is incredible uh, we watch it every year it's just it's true it's truly one of the all time great scary movies and really just movies i uh, and there's thirteen of these fuckers and i i balk at thirteen movies i will mm-hmm. say however uh you know we're recording about the first three but a little a little inside baseball We've four. we're we're a little deeper in than that yeah i uh, I'm already sold on the project, I,
0: on the this, this, the 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 revisiting of the okay, Halloween. Yeah.
1: I think about the franchise. I'm sold on Halloween as a brand. Now, uh, I still think it's it's a little silly. There's 13 of them, right. too many. But I uh, I think it's incredibly helpful how well the filmmakers decided to divide these up for us mm-hmm. uh, back when they made them into little chunks.
0: Yeah, the first the first two trilogies, and then you got two. Jamie Lee Curtis send-offs, and then the two
1: zombie movies, and then the Jamie then Lee Curtis trilogy. is back. Yeah. yeah, I so that's very helpful. I and they keep it just interesting enough throughout uh, with the change-ups, and like you were saying, there's going to be. I know those. Uh, I know those '90s movies are going to be weird and different. I know the Rob Zombie movies are not going to be good, but they're going to be different still. Yes. Uh, it's, it's just going to be a lot of takes on this versus maybe like a like a texas chainsaw franchise which i also haven't seen but i feel like each movie would just kind of be trying to remake the first one right or like not being good yeah sure uh yeah there's a lot a lot of different stuff going on here and i think there's a lot of a lot of stuff to mine
0: so we have the original three uh we'll do these one at a time so halloween uh i have the imdb synopsis for these 15 years of myers kills You honestly think funny? Before we get into this, so I clicked on Pearl on Box Office Mojo. Okay. Which does have backstory, which does have uh, synopsis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is the synopsis for Pearl. I want you look at me when I say this. This is the synopsis. Backstory on how Pearl became the person she was. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my well, god. Imagine if you don't know that Pearl is a prequel to anything. Right? Yeah. So it's just saying Pearl is about Pearl. <laughs> oh, oh. A girl named Pearl lives. Uh anyway, I thought that was very, very funny. <laughs> We begin with Halloween. Fifteen years after murdering his sister on Halloween night, 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield, Illinois, to kill again. It was directed by John Carpenter, written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, starring Donald Pleasence, Jamie Lee Curtis, P.K. Souls, Nancy Keys, and Nick Castle as The Shape. Released October 25th, 1978, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, 87 on Metacritic. Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune called it a beautifully made thriller. More than once during the movie, I looked around just to make sure no one weird was sitting behind me. And Roger Ebert, in a four-star review, said, Halloween is a visceral experience. We aren't seeing the movie. We're having it happen to us. Pauline Kael commented, Carpenter keeps you tense in an undifferentiated way, nervous and irritated rather than pleasurably excited, and you reach the point of wanting somebody to be killed so the film's rhythms will change. In a mixed negative review. It grossed $47 million domestic on a budget of $300,000.
1: what do you think about Halloween? It's a perfect movie? Yes. Uh, Halloween is incredible, and that's really just kind of been more emphasized as we've watched several more of these and you kind of realize that like even the parts of Halloween you don't know are great, are great. Yeah.
0: It's not like just the inherent idea of Michael Myers. It makes a, Michael Myers makes a movie does not, or however that expression goes. Like it takes skill to do it. It's not as simple as having him walk around killing people.
1: Yeah. There's a movie has the perfect, of Michael Myers being just like a believable dude, like he's he's just he's just on the edge of like how's, how's that guy doing this stuff? Yeah. I well, mean, while still like you buy it the whole time, and then there's that little bit at the end where you get shot a ton. Well, I mean, and that and then you're like ooh. Yeah, yeah. The movie works better when he's that when he's like when she like
0: stabs him in the eye and then yeah. he sits up and when he's just walking straight. Yeah. It's funny that they didn't realize that was the power of the character. So like in the beginning when he's just driving in that car and then one of the friends goes like, Hey asshole, and he stops the car. Yeah. And it's like I don't I don't like Michael Myers driving a vehicle. Like like press putting his foot from one thing to the other
1: seems weird. You yeah, know? But it leads to one of the great luminous <laughs> <Loomis> lines. <laughs> so many great Loomis lines in the, in the franchise. What is <laughs> it? Is it? He's to he drove away, he can't drive. He's been in the hospital for twenty years. And I was, well, he was doing pretty well last night. <laughs> <laughs> Something
0: else about Halloween is like it is the prototypical slasher. It's just yeah. it's so iconic and has influenced so many other movies. But I also like that a lot of it hasn't aged very well. You know what I mean? Like some of it is just like the acting is very over the top. Sure. Some of it's eighty yard. Um, you know him standing by the sheet, and then she's still looking at him. But when we cut away, he is now gone.
1: I mean, I, I don't think that's a thing that has not aged well. I think I think that is a you're you're sacrificing like technical sense for just cool shit, and it's like it's worth it. I think I think we we watch this movie every year. I don't think either of us noticed that until like two that years might ago. Be true.
0: But, like, some of the noises, like um, him choking the woman in the car and it's just like, ah, ah, yeah. ah, ah, is just, some of that stuff ha- or has an age and I think that John Carpenter might not like it. He's a very crotchety dude. But, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people would agree in that it's just, part of it is just, you know, unintentionally funny. And so that makes it accessible for people like I, my mom hates horror movies, but I'm going to start to, she said, no, you're not and yeah. we've compromised that we'll start it and she well, we did and then I told her like last week she's like, "I never said that but it's a it, it's a movie that I think is a good gateway movie for people because parts of it are inherently terrifying. the idea of the basic premise of somebody just staring at you yeah. And everywhere you look, he's just looking, and you don't know if he's waiting for or what he's waiting for. That's inherently scary. The the you know, he's called the shape, him moving in the shadows, him sta- that long shot of him standing by the house, um, when one of the kids is looking at him. It's all terrifying. And then you have your favorite thing where he stabs the guy into the wall and just stares at him. Yeah. It's great. And then we get you know, PJ Souls, who's just or PK Souls, who's just a cartoon with her big tails. Yeah. Um, so I, I I like that the movie is one that if you've seen it before, it doesn't necessarily scare you, but it, the craftsmanship is so good, the music is so good, the technique is so good, and especially considering the inexperience of the people doing it and the low budget, it's really remarkable. But it's also a movie that you can watch. With a big crowd in a theater, and everyone will laugh at parts you're not supposed to in in good jest. Yeah, I think that's part of what makes it so good now.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're. Right. It's it's it all goes to it just feeling like a thing that a person made. Yeah, and that I th- I think that's one of the things that's not just cool about this movie, but about horror movies in general, is that while you you can you can see the seams a lot of the time. Like there are there are great horror. movies, with just like incredibly high production values, right. like the that, ring, or yeah, the ring, or like hereditary mm-hmm. come sure. to mind where it's just like that seems like quote unquote real, as opposed to like ooh that thing's squishing and there's goo coming out, right. it just like goo. Like the thing, is a movie that yes. like, not it doesn't seem real. It seems no, like it's, it's, it's silly a, in the a, way a that that dog becomes tentacles. a spider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But also, it's like it's incredible. It's yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's one of the greatest things in the world. Uh, Carpenter, yeah. And that's just that's a a charm of a lot of these horror movies, is that they, they are both scary and suck you in, but also just feel like tactile. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't just feel like oh this this man is playing Obi Wan Kenobi in a big blank room full of nothing. Uh they're they're on they're on the set and they are poking each other with hangers and, and there's goo everywhere. Uh I also feel like
0: we watch it every year and I never really get tired of doing that every year and we'll watch it again on the 31st but yeah. it now it just doesn't feel like Halloween until I see like you know Tommy holding that pumpkin or Jamie holding that pumpkin walking with like leaves yeah. blowing by her feet. You know, that just now, that that feels like autumn to me now. And it's, it is a movie that in the tradition of, like, It's a Wonderful Life, that people do just gather around the holiday to watch and have just as merry a time as they do watching White Christmas or It's a Wonderful Life. And I think that's really cool. It's like the horror movie equivalent of It's a Wonderful Life.
1: I don't have your knife. It's, it's, it's in Robbie. (laughs)
0: Laurie! (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what's a line from this
1: movie? From Halloween? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, Who was (laughs) was that? (laughs) Uh, Laurie, it it was the boogeyman. (laughs) (laughs) He was there. He was there. (laughs) In fact, it was. (laughs) (laughs) It was doing pretty
0: well last night. (laughs) Thank God. What does Lou scream to the children? He goes like, "Get out of here!" He's like, "Remember, he's hiding behind yeah, the bushes," yeah. and he goes, <laughs> "Shit!
1: What does he say?" I don't, I don't remember <laughs> the exact line. but That's a great bit. Where, he's you know, scared. I'm gonna scare these kids for fun. <laughs>
0: and Then he laughs after yeah. him. He has a great time. It's so good. Um, Halloween's a classic. It's, it's one of the, it's you know top five horror movies ever made. Oh, yeah. it's incredible. 100%. All right, that brings us to Halloween two, released October 30th, 1981. While Dr. Loomis hunts for Michael Myers, a traumatized Lori is rushed to Haddonfield Memorial Hospital, and the shape is not far behind her. Directed by Rick Rosenthal, written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Donald Pleasance, Charles Cyphers, and Dick Warlock as the shape. I think I put all the... Michael's at the, uh, with the end credit 30% on Rod Tomatoes 40 on Metacritic Roger Ebert wrote Halloween 2 is a retread of Halloween without that movie's craft exquisite timing and thorough understanding of horror Janet Maslin said by the standards of most recent horror films this like its predecessor is a class act Halloween 2 has a quick pace and something like a sense of style and Kevin Thomas I really should have written where the publications are I apologize <laughs> They they're they're reputable. I picked the reputable ones. There's no point at which wait. There's no point at which no amount of mastery of form can redeem reprehensible content. Twenty five million dollars twenty five and a half million domestic on a budget of two point five. Halloween two, your
1: first time seeing it. Yeah. It's interesting when you juxtapose movies against each other that like Halloween 2 can just really suck without being quite that bad. Yeah. Because i it's, it's, it's so true that it's just trying to do Halloween again. But bigger. But bigger without and without any of the parts that made Halloween interesting. But
0: it's weird because it's bigger without actually having the guts to go bigger. Like, it's just in a hospital. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's just killing, like, orderlies every few minutes... In kind of boring ways.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I th- I, th- I think for I think for the time, like the killing, is killing, like I don't I don't think you're really getting that much bigger in Halloween Two. You still got people calling this reprehensible. Yes, we uh, do. And so I I think this was bigger in the sense that it was like we're doing away with having just enough story and character to kind of draw it together. This is just Michael Myers killing shit. I. But the problem is that that's, that that bare minimum of story and character is crucial to everything. This is you know I've seen Halloween a million times. I never really realized how like interesting of characters the friends are until I saw Halloween two and i realized what they could have been i'm like her her friends and well, her friend's no boyfriend in halloween this. that's what i'm saying but yeah. they they all have just enough screen time just enough conversations to be like oh people. i like, yeah i i understand who this is as a character and now they're going to get their head cut off and i'm going to react to that right
0: there's different people like one's the bitter one the other one's just you know the 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 dumb blonde quote unquote yeah. They're not these I couldn't tell you anything about any of the supporting people in Halloween Two.
1: that one paramedic who looks like Robert De Niro had a the one who slips v- on the blood. No, no, the other one. Okay. Uh, he made a very graphic remark about one of the nurses sitting on you his face. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? Oh god, I should have written it down. I, uh, but it was very much right. just. I want her to sit on my face, <laughs> okay. and then he said, "I want her pie." She... <laughs> like, what's that? Was she the
0: one who went to the hot tub, the jacuzzi with him? Yeah,
1: I think so. I uh, even that scene is like
0: what? <laughs> yeah, it's and even like them bo- him boiling her face off is just like not that interesting or even that well done. Like the makeup isn't great. No. Yeah.
1: And we'll we'll talk about this more in a few weeks. Why isn't Laurie in the movie? Why is she just unconscious yeah. and crawling around <laughs> the hospital the whole time? I do appreciate that she is just traumatized.
0: But she doesn't have anywhere else. She doesn't go anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, they, what they could have done was she's traumatized and then for like a scene. And then she's like, okay, now I got to fight back. But she is scared for most of it and i guess there's no real reason for her n- to stop being traumatized but that's because the movie doesn't give her one yeah
1: you you need a, you need at a certain point to sacrifice realism for the sake of having a movie that's interesting and just having just having the main character still be in the movie but be like hurt and tired and scared the whole time makes sense absolutely Myers, and then I got to go to the hospital after I will be, be like raring to go for round two, but like, we got to watch this shit, man. No. Have, have her, give her some and spirit. There, there, there's nothing
0: really interesting in the movie. There, there are, uh, that's wrong. There are a few things that I picked out that I liked. Um, one of them, as far as like nearly approximating the tension created in, in the first one is when she's hiding in the car and we keep cutting to the black doorway mm-hmm. and you're expecting him to walk out and he just keeps not doing it that really for me kept like raising that was like a house of the devil raising of tension yeah that i thought was really natural and actually very um simple in the best way like we could just show a door frame for this long and People expect him to come out every second. He doesn't. It becomes more and more nerve wracking because we know he's going to. That worked really well. And I mean, Donald Pleasance is just incredible. He goes to that. Uh, he goes. To, he goes to the school, right? Yeah. And that's in this one. He goes. He goes to the school, and the guy goes. Well, broken over here, and they walk over to the teacher's desk and they go, and they left this here. And he goes, huh? What else? He goes. Well, there's this and they walk two feet and there's like blood on the blackboard. Yeah. But like nobody saw that, and he just goes, Well, there's this right here Yeah, you know, there's just a knife jammed into the <laughs> desk. Uh, very funny. Um, but the movie is just boring and it lacks any kind of plot or imagination.
1: Yeah. And it's just to to be clear, we're we're not asking for you know, a deep and well-drawn script here. You just just need a bare minimum of, like, a couple of characters having a couple of conversations that make you feel any sort of certain way when they get stabbed with a fucking giant thing.
0: And I'm checking now, but I'm pretty sure... Yeah, Zombies Halloween 2 also partially takes place in a hospital. There, there is a, uh, um, there is a scene. T- there's a scene toward the extended period where he is. Laurie's in the hospital, and he's he's okay. there as well to to kind of homage. This the sequel,
1: you know. And then it jumps to a year later. I had never really considered that the Rob Zombie Halloweens would also have Laurie in them. Yeah, so and that's Loomis. something to look forward to. Loomis
0: is played by. Um, I could say what he was in. Al Pacino. Right away. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm McDowell. Okay. is luminous.
1: Those movies are going to be weird as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: a lot more nudity. Well, no, there's a lot of nudity in the other one. A lot more overt sexuality. Yeah. Uh, and violence. And a Michael Myers backstory. You want to see Mike as a kid? Always. You will.
1: I want to see everyone as a kid.
0: What I love about Michael Myers is wondering what happened to him and then finding out.
1: (laughs) Not that he's like this just
0: almost otherworldly entity who just sole purpose is to walk and kill. I want to know that he was a child once and what he looked like and how he killed animals and bullies. Okay. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, released October 22nd, 1982. Kids all over America want silver shamrock masks for Halloween. Dr. Daniel Chalice seeks to uncover a plot by silver shamrock owner Connell Cochran. Written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, starring Tom Atkins, Stacy Nelkin, and Dan O'Hurley. 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, 50% on Metacritic. Roger Ebert said... Like a lot of horror movies in this age of self-conscious filmmaking, Halloween three is filled with references to other movies, a low rent thriller. And Vincent Canby said, as long as there had to be a sequel to John Carpenter's Halloween and Halloween 2, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch is probably as good as any cheerful ghoul could ask for. 14 million domestic on a 2.5 million dollar budget. Now, obviously in that press release or that synopsis, so I should say it wasn't released to the press. The there's no, is not allowed. <laughs> there's no Mike work. Myers in this movie. What happened was after Halloween 2, the intent was every year there'd be a new Halloween film revolving around the holiday, but about different stories in an anthology series. And this was to be the first one. Season of the Witch, which is not about a witch. No... This movie's bonkers. I watched this um, a few years ago by myself, and then we watched it last year. We watched it again this year. Between that, did it rise in your estimation? I think it might it have. It did, yes. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Season of the Witch?
1: Just completely batshit insane. <laughs> a, a movie that could not have less to do with what came before it and is simultaneously. It's clearly and evidently like incredibly bad. It has that sheen of like one of those movies that you watch, that is, that just like didn't even come out. In theaters.
0: Right, like something you'd see at like
1: Kuma's Corner or like yeah. a dive bar playing on a TV, yeah, or it's just like, this is, yeah, this is some weird, unheard of piece of shit. Right.
0: Mystery Science Theater did an episode yes. about this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This, yeah.
1: Has, this has a mystery science theater. About. It. I, uh, and is like so bad it's good, ridiculous often. But it also has like a lot of touches of just like good shit. Name them. I uh, the grotesqueness with which the masks the first uh, I do mind. their stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, the masks that turn into bugs and snakes and shit. Yeah.
1: I uh, and so, like this is uh, this is spoiler territory for the whole thing, but like. The things that happened to that little boy's face mm-hmm. uh, with the snakes and the bugs. The things that happened to that woman's face with the laser beam. Yeah. Uh, and it's still twitching. Yeah. It's just like legitimately really well done oh, grotesque yeah. horror stuff. Some of, the, some of the choices made in this movie are so insane that they almost have to be on purpose. Yeah. Like the uh the the porn setup with the I guess I'll sleep
0: uh in the car be better than sleeping <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. Where the, do you want to sleep, Doctor chalice Well that's a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> the and then they
1: guess the sh- she has
0: the tiniest nighty <laughs> that anyone's ever had. <laughs> the one that sticks out to me the most
1: is when the doctor and the young woman are about to go on their detective expedition for no reason at all, <laughs> and the doctor is on That's, the phone with his wife. Okay, before
0: before we get to that, can we set that up so yeah. so he's a doctor who is divorced from his wife. Yes, and he's fucking everybody. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. He is. What we looked up how old he was. He was like forty four or something. It's like forty nine. He's a forty nine year old going on sixty five. Yeah, uh, looking man who. Is pinching the bottom of the old head of nurses. She's like, I have cookies in the fridge. He's like, I want your fucking cookies. And she's like, (laughs) You stop that. And he's like, I'm serious. Uh, The 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 forensics woman. He's like, he's got a
1: deep relationship with the. Yeah, at one point,
0: point he goes like, I owe you dinner, and she's like, It'll be more than that or something. You know, she's like, We have to get dinner, and he goes, How could I resist dinner with you? Exactly. Um, and then his wife, who just ha- played by uh, uh, one of the, the friends from the first Halloween, who just hates him, hates him. So this guy dies, this guy dies clutching a mask, and he's, he's also an alcoholic. <laughs> they never mention it, but he's at a bar at like 11 a.m. And this young woman comes in and she goes, are you the doctor? And he's like, yeah, she goes, the nurses said I could find you here, <laughs> which is crazy. Um my father was my father who died. I think somebody did it. Come help! And he's like, I forget why he does
1: it. He says why he does he, it. He says because he's been at that hospital for eight years and he's never seen anything like this. So he's got he's got to find and out. So he's just got to get to the bottom of it.
0: So he he calls his wife and I'm gonna do you do him on the phone with his wife and I'm gonna be the wife on the phone. Okay.
1: okay? Go ahead. Uh, it's a a rough recreation. Yeah. Honey, I'm not going to be able to pick up the kids tonight. <laughs> well, you see, I had the, a man died at the hospital, man. man died every day. The kids don't even know your name. I, I, need, I need I need, to find need, 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 need to find I need to Listen, fight. a fucking
0: loser. I can't believe. No, you know what?
1: I, I there's a conference I have to go to this weekend. Oh, that's
0: complete bullshit. I it's not. I, I, I it's unbelievable. I,
1: I, I couldn't give you the name of the hotel if I wanted to. I, I truly don't I remember, remember it. it. This is just like him. I can't believe it. Get yeah. on. Don't ever call her. again. <laughs> goodbye. And then he hangs up the phone, and what does he do? He hangs up the phone, and he heads towards the car that's parked in the street with a young woman, but not before collecting the six-pack of beer that he bought between scenes and rested on the top of the payphone. And that's exactly the touch.
0: It's that, and it leads to in the hotel room when she goes, okay, I got the name of the the, 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 the factory. The Silver Shammer Factory. We'll, we'll go there right now. He goes, Whoa, hang on a minute. Slow down. I need a drink or
1: something. He does say exactly <laughs> Let's that. Let's get a drink first. I it just. It, uh, the movie is insane from end to end. He walks out of the bathroom with a drink at one, <laughs> at one point. He does. He's constantly drinking. <laughs> he's, ch- he's, uh, he's offered a random bottle by like a vagrant in the street. Yeah. He
0: drinks from. Oh, no, no, no. He bought it oh, okay.
1: and the vagrant that's, asks. He for offers a drink. it to the vagrant yeah. and they share the bottle. Yeah. I uh, Oh,
0: and we didn't mention the practical effect of that dude getting his head ripped off. That was great. True. Yeah, it was. Um Yeah, the woman who's just like <laughs> Like they get to this hotel and suddenly five other people get to this hotel at the same time. The family who's getting the tour, like out of Willy Wonka, and the Guy is just like such a yes man to the company laughing at all the bosses jokes the plot makes no like the guy's doing it just for fun which i really dig actually that he's yeah, like it's just
1: like a weird you?
0: irish demon man i found a magic rock i'm just gonna kill a bunch of kids <laughs> why not yeah why why wouldn't i kids gotta die i built robots and i'm gonna kill these kids
1: <laughs> that's my plan the ending like
0: the very the way he gets out of the factory makes no sense and is actually really boring and stupid. But um, the, the chutzpah of this movie, you know, not only to have everything we said, but like the woman who is, we looked it up like 24 when she made this 23, Yeah, he's 49.
1: They immediately, they immediately enter
0: into a sexual <laughs> she, like I'm not joking when I say the line is him going. So tonight I guess I'll sleep in my truck, not even hinting at it, but just going, yeah. I guess I'll, uh, I'll probably just sleep in the truck tonight. It'll be more comfortable than the, uh. Than the floor anyway, and she goes, "Where do you want to sleep, Doctor chalice And he goes, "That's a stupid question, Diane." And then he kisses her, pushes her on the bed, and they make out for. They make out, and then we just get a sex scene later between them. It is where she has changed into the laundry (laughs) laundry she took on this trip with a stranger to find her father's killer. But she's like, I gotta pack the 90 <laughs> in my tiny bag that I brought. Let's see, toothbrush, nighty. I'm done. Uh, but the chutzpah of all of that, you know, leads to we, we we mentioned the kills are good and stuff. The ending is just so cool.
1: Yeah, like the very end. Yeah, where it's, you know, it's, a, it's a downer. Yeah, it was classic horror downer ending. But I don't
0: think that happened a lot in the eighties, and certainly not to like a movie that. Seemingly isn't as serious as other movies are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like even Halloween, Laurie gets away, right? She's yeah. fine and Loomis is fine. Um, I really like the balls to kind of be like, we're not gonna. Have, they could have a sequel to this, but just like, yeah, we're just gonna end it on uh, on a downer note. And I yeah. think it's and and the way that it cuts with the nose behind it is just it's really good and really effective, and it's really kind of haunting at the end with him just yelling no and you just imagining what's going on because you've you've seen what happens it's um it's good and so yeah the movie is is camp it's just it's pure ridiculousness of the highest order and it's just so fun to watch i am
1: i you can attest to this it's one of the uh, yeah rare i am rarely yeah the type to be like this movie is so bad it's good yeah. i want to watch it again yeah like, on my own for fun mm-hmm. This movie rules. Yeah. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. It's really fun. um All right, so now we're gonna rank these and give some star ratings. So Noah, let's start with the star, and we'll we'll, we'll we can give our star ratings individually, and then let's do just a consensus list. Let's we'll try to do that. Okay?
1: okay.
0: Halloween out of four.
1: Okay, fine. It's four. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's, four. a, clear, uh, a that's a clear that's a clear four. four. Uh, Halloween two. That is God. I don't know. This is. I gotta leave room for the rest of the movie. I'm gonna call it a two.
0: I call it a two as well. Yeah. All right. Just very boring. Nothing particularly bad, except compared to expectations, just yeah. Yes.
1: And Halloween three: Season of the Witch. I, 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 I don't. don't want to get too aggressive here, so I'll call this a three. I have it as three as well. A high three. I have but it a, a three a three as well. three. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree.
0: All right, and then I think we can agree on the rank is Halloween, is, season of the witch, Halloween two.
1: Yeah, that is uh, yeah. So 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 far we're exactly agreed here. Perfect. It'll
0: stay that way for the rest of the series. All right, next week we have um, three more. The next trilogy, Jamie yeah. Lee is gone. The Michael Myers has returned. So the uh, the anthology thing is gone. We're like six years later. And Donald Pleasence is back. The next four movies. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. No. Yes. yeah. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. And Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. And we'll be joined by uh, a special guest. So, flick or treat. Watch some scary movies. It's fun. No, we haven't done an O'Donnell in a while. Not We're bad. not going to now because I realize this is a different segment. We haven't done an early reaction in a while. And usually we do them for movies that you've not seen any footage to. So instead of having you watch the Emancipation trailer and see what you think that'll open to... Appreciate it. We'll watch it when we're done, but I don't think that's going to really open in theaters. Um, I don't think
1: it'll be legally allowed to. We're going (laughs) to... You ever seen a Roman Polanski movie lately? (laughs) No, you have not. We're going to watch the second trailer
0: for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. You haven't seen this trailer. No, I have not. Then, even though you've seen the the first trailer a bunch... You're going to give your instant reaction what you think Black Panther Reconna Kind of Forever will open to in just about a month from now.
1: That's exciting.
0: So we're going to cut the mics, then we'll turn them back on once we've seen it. Uh, it might sound weird. Do you think that'll sound weird? No, probably not. No, because as always, it'll be seen less. Okay, you said you were worried about um, the trailer. We get away from this, the teaser and into the meat of the story. What did you think of the new trailer for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever?
1: Yeah, and it wasn't so much that I was worried about this trailer, just in the way that I'm worried about all trailers. Right. I I don't know what I'm I I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. This movie's not good. Wait,
0: sorry. You don't know what you're gonna do with yourself if if the movie's not oh, good.
1: Okay. I I
0: don't. <coughs> th- I didn't hear the if. I thought you were making a prediction.
1: I don't think I'd be able to handle. I think it would just like break Marvel for me for good. Mm. If this if this was this, this trailer, this trailer is great. I'm still, I'm still, re, I'm still really excited about this movie in Coogler. I in trust. a way that I just like haven't been excited about a Marvel property.
0: Marvel might be on a downslide, my
1: friend. Coogler is not. So That's far. true. I yeah, just it seems it seems great. Seems I do not I don't I don't know what I don't know what else to say. I'm that's, very excited that suits for inc- it. We're we're paused on, on Shuri in the suit. That suits yeah. incredible. I think that's definitely Shuri in the suit. Yeah, look how skinny that is. Yeah, I know it's definitely a uh yeah. skinny <laughs> suit for sure. That suit's incredible.
0: They did a great job. Namor looks dope, he's got little
1: fluttering wings. Yeah, it's amazing that the he's fluttering wings don't look very stupid. Bounce around the sky. Yeah. Um, his whole shark throne is still just like great, it's very cool, really, yeah. really appealing to me. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, Do you movies? get also Ironheart, Riri Williams, yeah,
0: the Iron Man, you know, continuation. This movie's
1: gonna make a lot of money, <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, Unlike bros, this movie's going to make a lot of money. Uh you know I bet didn't see bros is Letitia right. Uh
0: I don't think she's gonna be the, the the mantle wearer in subsequent movies. Okay. I my I have a theory about what they're gonna do based on some stuff I've heard, but I I I don't think she's gonna be wearing the man I think this is gonna be the movie where she does it, but um that suit just looks... The gold and the black on that suit and, like, the different textures look great. Uh And I'm excited for Riri R- 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 Williams. I really hope people take to that because she's in her own show. It's filmed a little bit here in Chicago. But also, um, you know, it's got to be so daunting to, like, be the new Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh she's a, a young woman of color and I'm just, like, very nervous for her. So I hope people like her. But she well, got she, she got the bulky suit, right? It's not super sleek. Yeah. yeah.
1: People are going to be very rude because everyone online sucks. And that's going to be really unfortunate cuz I'm sure she's going to be great. And her show might be okay. Someone will have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, no one doesn't watch any Marvel shows anymore. I don't I don't feel like I've missed them. Okay. I uh, and that that might come back to bite me eventually, but so far so good. I, what? How much money is this movie going to make? Kind of, know. it's kind of the question inherent in our exercise here. What's the
0: next one? What are those two down
1: there that you have to do that we have to get to? Uh, Black Adam and Dungeons and Dragons. Black Adam is soon. Would you say that open to? I said forty-two million dollars. Okay. That's soon. Which I feel pretty okay about. All right. uh, I also feel okay about my Dungeons & Dragons at 25, one, 25 so far. All right. uh, Black Panther 2, though. Let's yeah. see. I knew this was coming. I really should have looked up what... Uh, yeah, it's no way home made I, I know I did. So I'll what, tell you. I'll look it up,
0: so I'll tell you when you say your prediction.
1: All right. So let's see. So I'm going to say... I'm not going to overcomplicate this prediction. And try to really, uh, try to really overthink it. I'm just going to go with a. Uh, now I already don't like that as I wrote it down, so I'm changing it, bumping it up to a uh, clean round 275.
0: Okay, no way home. Open to 260. Okay, well. Were you were you thinking less or more?
1: No, I was I was thinking in that in that range, maybe a little more. I. That's what you put down. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna go with 250, and as soon as I wrote down 250, I looked at it and I was just like, eh, that doesn't feel right. So yeah, 275. I feel good about that. Let me look at no up the no first way no way one. home was a uh, it was a colossal event. I'll look at what the first one opened to as well. The first Panther. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty big movie, Black Panther. People like that. Uh, the first Black Panther movie opened to.
0: Uh, it was President's Day weekend, but we'll do the Friday through Sunday, two o two. Okay. And then two forty two for the uh, the four day. Got it.
1: All right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. What What do you think is the ceiling? Worse No, the floor is actually where I was for going. this. Yeah.
0: Um, anything anything less than two, I think, is a big worrisome okay. amount. You know, if Doctor Strange can open to like, what, like 140? Yeah. This should, a mixed-reviewed Doctor Strange movie, this should just explode. So, I'm sure it will. I'm hoping, I think it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Um, That's it. Plug us up. All right, you can find us at what'sintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at witboxoffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm at Brian DeServer, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. Of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are also poised to open uh, in such a degree that anything under $200 would really be a disappointment for us. For us? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, So, you know, help us out. Um, recommend a movie for the folks this week slash weekend. Yeah. I, I'm just now starting to recover from the tension in my shoulders from smile, which is a movie that was, uh, that took a very simple and, and well trod like, premise. Yeah, I was going to say it's been done. Yeah. Uh, and both like both thematically and just like what happened in the movie. Uh, and just just really knocked it out of the park in execution, uh, and was just a lot of fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was written and directed by Parker Finn, based on uh, a short story he wrote called "Laura Hasn't Slept," and I thought it was beautifully shot. I thought that um, it was at once very claustrophobic and yet showed a lot of space. Very sleek camera movements that we don't normally like. That diner shot. Yeah. It's just like dollies from close-up of the sign on the top all the way down into her car. We don't get those kind of movements in movies anymore. They're very expensive to set up. They There's no purpose for doing that. It's just like a cool, we get this location, we get a bright image, the opening titles. This movie has so much style to spare for a story that's very basic in not a bad way. You know what I mean? Just, it is basic. I think she's actually Kevin Bates. Yeah, she's Kevin Bacon's daughter. This oh, cool. You know. She's good in it. Yeah. Um, but I just, I feel, you know what I mean? Where I feel like this could have been shot so straightforward, but because it's shot in such a sleek way, it shows how much the director cares and you immediately feel that warmth, yeah. And you're like, "Oh, this guy likes this movie, and I'm going to like this movie." It's in the the scares are great, yeah. The monsters cool, yeah. It's it's really good. It's a um, it's
1: it's a cool situation where if this if this movie had been made without this style, I think the basicness of it would have really dragged it down. I, yeah. you would have just been sitting there for oh, yeah. what is this is a two hour movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's two. Yeah, and just being like, all right. I've seen The Ring. I've seen it. Follows. I've we've we've explored trauma like right. let's I want to go home. Yeah. But that you never you never fall into that. This, this movie is stylish and well done throughout. It is. And the sound design I have to give a shout out to is
0: extraordinary. Yeah. It's really great. Um, yeah. I say the same thing. Go see Smile. Uh, it's it's really good. Next week we have what Amsterdam. That's not going to make any money, but we'll see how Smile drops, and also the second installment of Flicker Treat, where we talk about the second trilogy of the Halloween films: Halloween, uh, four, five, and six, with yeah. a special guest: Return, Revenge, and Curse of Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Um, That's next week. This has been uh, What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian, and I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week, and until then, if you feel safe, go see a movie.